<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast, where we help restaurant patrons enjoy their experience by giving them a look behind the industry curtain. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, Hi, I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, and on today's podcast, we talk about upselling. Hmm. And we are joined, as usual, by my good friend, Mr. Danny DeVilla. Hey, everybody. How we doing out there today? All right. Upselling. <laughs> you know, every uh, every business in some way or form has upselling, of course. Yeah, yeah. it's you know upgrades, was, upselling, whatever you want to call it, add-ons, mm-hmm. and it's it's very important because uh, I was I was purchasing some banners. Okay, and that was the inspiration for the show because I went through and I said, "Oh, this is a great price on these banners," and at the end. They upselled me, upsold me, you know, <laughs> there was, um, oh, do you want uh, different type of poles? Do you want uh, to weigh it down? The tie downs, the, uh, you know, do you want this to match? And you nickel and dime yourself, you know, $10, $25 every time. And yep. it, it's genius. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're going to get those checks up, people. That's right. <laughs> get your checks up. Ultimately, the business makes money. And you make money. Yeah. That's what we call a win-win. So it's it's valuable to, to upsell. So can we agree on that? Absolutely. And so in business, there's the way to really stay alive in business or generate business is to have new customers, have the customers come back more often, or upsell the customers you do have. Mm-hmm. And so let's start at the beginning. We're in the restaurant business. Let's start with drinks. Absolutely. Yeah. So the upsell on drinks is pretty straightforward, I think. It has a lot to do with your knowledge on alcohol, you know, whether you, what, whatever category, whether it be bourbons, um, gin. Every category has their top shelf, their upsells and things like that. So that's very important to know your your categories, whether, you know. Yeah, and, and what you have in stock and all those other things. So so let's let's go through it, you know, mechanically. So what do you do when you when you upsell on drinks? Um actually I'm pretty my my spiel isn't that extravagant by any means. 
I kind of keep it normal, like very simple. Like I ask the guest what they like to drink mm-hmm. normally. Mm-hmm. They'll tell me and then I'll ask them, you know, what preference of alcohol they like. Like, okay. do they like, you know, are they Bacardi people if they're like rum? Or are they, you know, Captain people or if they're okay, drinking so vodka? Okay, so let's say they, they're drinking vodka mm-hmm. and they say a vodka tonic. Do you usually upsell them or? Always. I'll ask, well, off the rip, I say, well, what's your preference on your vodka? And that's just, just and then they'll just give me a preference of what they okay. like. Tito's is very popular lately. Um, so I get a lot of Tito's. And that's immediate upsell compared to the house vodka. Okay. Um, so for me, I tend to I'm I'm very organic with it as well. You know, once I you know if they tell me hey vodka tonic, I say one of two things. You know, is you know is great if it, let's say we we're talking about Tito's. Is Tito's okay? Or you know, I'll, I'll say. Um, very rarely do I say what's your preference because I like to name something because mm-hmm. they, they just go with whatever yeah. you name for the most part. Or they'll just say, I'll take the house because they're, they're fine with it. And yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you know, you're getting the drink. So, mm-hmm. And in the case of wine, though, um, I can use more wine knowledge. Yeah. And I tend to lean on my coworkers that know more about wine, whether it be the bartender or, you know, I, I we have some winos at my job, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you'll get you get wine snobs too, and which is good. I mean, you gotta. But most people aren't. So you no, most people the average person like doesn't know. Ninety percent of the yeah. time. Yeah. You know. So what do you do with the upsell on wine? Um, people that drink wine usually I don't drink wine, so okay, I'm kind of on a on the other end. But I understand because I've been in the industry so long, I understand the taste for different wines. Yeah. So. They'll tell me, hey, I want something dry or they want something like this. And they'll tell me what kind of wine they want. And I'm really good at pairing with foods and such. Like if they want something lighter or if they want something, you know, they, they can go for both. Like Pinot Noirs go with both fish and meat. Yeah, but know? we're talking about upselling, though. So, yeah, so in, it just, in the case, they say, oh, you know, we're going to have wine with dinner. Yeah. So help us understand um, what your mechanics. Okay, so uh we're, we're gonna have something some red wine and so we already established that we're gonna have wine exactly uh most most wine menus are gonna have the the the, the first one mm-hmm. might be anywhere from depending on your place eight dollars to eleven dollars a glass or, exactly. or a glass mm-hmm. and then you know not painful on the entry so how do you get them off of that Eleven dollars a glass. If they wash, if they if they point and they're good with it, you, you you're fine. You roll with it. Yeah. With it. But then, how do you get them off of that? Um, I usually like I'll I'll recommend a, a higher like just a, a better taste. Like I've I don't like cheap wine. So if mm. I do drink wine, it's always been a better wine. So I I can't recommend the lower end wines because I've never tasted them. So yeah. I always recommend the middle road like stuff. I I like to recommend middle to high end because okay. I want them to get value for their dollar. But at the same time, upsell it from the from the lower end. Okay. So this way they're not feeling like they're getting bamboozled into spending the highest amount. But at the same time, they're getting they're getting good value for their dollar. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing as when you're finding out are you a rum drinker and things like that. You you want to find out if they want something full bodied yeah. or you know crisp or fruity or something like that, and then they start to trust you mm-hmm. and you you go right in for the. Uh, I mean, I I really don't go for the overvalued wines, and I really don't even care about price to, for me personally. Yeah. Because you can find very good wine at at, you know, a, at, at a lower top. price, yeah. And I tell them, and yeah. because that to me is a, a, a value in itself to 
the knowledge is the value. Know, yeah. yeah, for them to know that they're, they're safe with the, the $9 or the $12 exactly. glass of wine or whatever the case may be. But it, it, sometimes they're, they're very open to to trying new things to to wanting yeah you know even that that upper experience that upper tier wine mm-hmm. experience so if i don't know it personally i will i will have one of my co-workers suggest something or the bartender all the time to, to, yeah yeah so you, you i got the people have who have like, the, the, the 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 strongest wine knowledge in the building try yeah it. so they they feel like it's coming from an authoritative mm-hmm. um experience absolutely it's like well you know uh my uh i don't want to say sami yeah you know but because not every place has one not every place has one so i'd say hey you know my, my bartender recommends this because it matches very you know well with what, blah what blah we, blah blah exactly. what you're looking for and for things x y like and that. z so you know when i do that with that third party i feel that they don't really think i'm just you know talking crap and mm-hmm. you know just trying to sell them a bunch of whatever whatever so yeah, that's that's how I would suggest doing it with wine, if you if you don't directly have that knowledge, you know. And I, I feel like I I do have a good handle on so many things. But knowing your own wine menu, like even when I go out to 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 eat, holy moly, I could look at these wines. And say, I've never heard of these before. Yeah, there's millions there's, of it's, wines. It's out outrageous! There. It's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. I don't know how they have so many. I mean. Are these vineyards borrowing grapes from each other? I mean, what is going on? <laughs> well, that's another story. Yeah, they are. So we'll get a wine guy on and, and you know, unveil that. <laughs> you know, and it's so crazy. I mean, they do it in the liquor business, too, um, because so many, so much of the liquor business is branding mm-hmm. more so than sourcing and, and creating their own product. They just kind of put it together. And I, I, I was talking to a guy that, that was uh, remarking that, you know, uh, Tito's doesn't... Uh, they don't distill. They don't distill their own thing. They don't have, you know, grain silos and this and that. You when you look at their property in Google Maps, I'm like, hot damn, bro! Like you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're you're going deep on them. So, um, all right. So we'll move on. We started at the beginning. The the um, the drinks. Yeah. Whether it be wine or or, or liquor, definitely a good upsell because it makes a lot of money for the. Uh, oh, for the that's where you make your money. Yeah. I mean, I feel like food is covers its cost and it covers maybe your kitchen staff in the end yeah but like your yeah, true profit is, yeah. comes from alcohol oh yeah oh yeah so it's a boon for the restaurant and um it's it's good for you because if i'm just getting food checks without any alcohol oh uh, that's a pretty yeah. pedestrian check oh, you sad. know yeah <laughs> it is sad so appetizers so for me I tend to wait on selling the appetizer. I don't jump right into, can I start you out with? Yeah. I go right to the entrees because that's the big ticket, right? So I interview them. They ask me questions, and I'm buttoning down these entrees. So we'll table that for a second. But I say that to tell you my way of selling apps. I first start selling the entree, and then I sell the app as um a time filler yeah that's a good way to do it and so and one of my old managers who was on two podcasts ago joseph cholak he taught me and he said you know um while your food's being prepared do you care for something to nibble on and that's a great way because you're sneakily adding you're selling the time you're waiting more so than the upsell on the on on the app Mm -hmm. so i get my dinner down whether it be, you know, whatever, whatever. And I say, oh, you know, 
a little something and it could be a salad soup and yeah it, it does it, it fills the time it gives you time to keep the table have a nice flow to it exactly and at the same and then you're not just it's not just a stagnant process now people that come in they know what they want that's fine yeah oh, oh absolutely you get but, out the way yeah but, but uh let's say you have a, a well-done steak or let's say it's busy yeah. you know and I sell that time. I say, oh, you know, it's uh, you're going to be I don't say you're going to be waiting for a long time. I said, you know, while this is, you know, unfolding, would you like to start out with blah, blah, blah mm-hmm. and then name something or a salad? I'm general at that point because it's just a sneaky sell. Yeah. You know, how, how do you find any? Um, I am. A, I don't do it exactly like that. I kind of I go to the table. My main thing, like as we were just talking about, is selling alcohol. So okay. off the rip, I'm trying to get you to drink. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and after the drinks, I come back and I say, do you guys want to do anything to get you started? Here's, um, and, but then after it's immediately after that, I tell them, they'll ask me what I like on the menu. Mm-hmm. I don't, I say, I say all the apps are good. I, then I go into specifics about the entrees Yeah. because I want them to get certain entrees that I know is going to make them come back into the restaurant. Yeah. And selling an app is a bonus for me, but, Selling something that's going to get you back there again okay. is my is my key. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then once I have you hooked, like you said, once you have them hooked on the entree, which is your your bread and your butter. Yeah. You you go back towards the apps and you give good suggestions and stuff because you don't want to be. I don't also don't want a table to be overwhelmed. Like get a huge appetizer or buy a bunch of apps and then don't get any entrees. Well, that's the thing too. Sometimes the the timing is they feel like the apps come next. And then they get the apps. I want the app and the entree order at the same time if yes, I can. exactly. Or at least before those apps hit the table, then they downshift on mm-hmm. you and they're like, woo! Um, exactly. <laughs> so moving on to the main, the main thing, the big show, the entrees. It really depends on the style of restaurant you have. Yeah, for the upsells and stuff like for that. For the upsells, yeah, because really. Not every place will have like add lobster to this or add this to that, you know, which are key opponents you know what i mean just adding like small things like you know doing like what a steak getting an oscar style or doing it adding styles and, and different things to give your your check that extra boost yes that three four dollars it doesn't seem like a lot but you added the four people that's an extra 15 bucks yeah you know what i mean so you're it's those little things that are huge you know just adding small little would you like would you like protein with your salad you know exactly what I mean? would you like and that should just be a as soon as you order a salad if it's their entree would you like a protein to go with it? You know what I mean? Whether it be shrimp, whether it be chicken, whether it be whatever across the board, that almost doubles the price of your salad. Oh yeah. That's, so it's, it's an excellent, it's an excellent point. Um, those are huge. Uh, add-ons are great. Like, like for the places that do have like lobster tails and mm-hmm. you know, maybe like a couple scallops or whatever to kind of give like that surf and turf feeling to a steak. Oh, or, those specialty sides. Exactly. You know, put a side on the table for everyone to share, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So it, it, you, you really have to marry the style of, of restaurant and the menu that you have to work with and find those those uh, key niches, niches to, uh, and opportunities to upsell. Mm-hmm. Because you do that a few times a night, you, you know, that's that's significant. Absolutely. You know, we have we have some sides that are, you know, twelve almost. You know, seventeen dollars yeah. and stuff. You know, it's 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 incredible. <laughs> so you you get those in there, or even if the side's like, you know, let's say six dollars. You know, or or an add on of something. I remember when we used to work together. What was a lobster tail like? Twenty one dollars, nineteen. I think it was twenty one. Yeah, just add on. Yeah, yeah, just an add on tail. You know, 
and uh, and you sell the dream. You want to make that a surf and turf, exactly. You know? And it's a fifty dollars surf and turf right there. Hell's yeah, <laughs> you know. So, and and those things um, are are really when 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 you practice them and they come become habit, you're making more money. For the restaurant the, and for yourself. Yes, in the long run. Very, very valuable. And all those things you, you mentioned are, are, are key. Um, protein on the salad, shrimp, things like that. I don't necessarily use the word protein. I like to do something specific. And, um, and yeah, so now moving on to desserts, which I've admitted to. <laughs> <laughs> He don't sell them things. <laughs> well, you know, it's th- it, it's not a part of the flip. It's, it's, it's not a part time. of the flip because it's extra time. That's yes. that's my only thing about desserts is the extra time. It takes you almost as long because they slow down, they downshift, and it takes and they're full you, and they're relaxing. Yeah, they might so double their time in the restaurant with that. They might double their time in the restaurant at least. Uh, you know, another thirty minutes, a, another twenty five yeah. minutes. You know, nibbling on these doggone apps, you know? Yeah, and e- even if you sell them with coffee, you're still... whether coffee it's even downshifts even more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, folks, yeah, you're right. You can, you can sell those desserts, upsell. It's an upsell, but, you know, in a place where your turns aren't going to be fast... If you're in a turnaround place... Then it's not feasible for you as a as a server to do it. If you're in a place where you know it's, you have the time to do it, then do it. It's not, I'm in that place now. Yeah, it's like you have one, maybe two turns. Then, then then there's no problem selling because then you don't feel bad about it then because you're not there's nothing after it really. Yeah, exactly. So you know that that's the thing, and and the desserts are are great, great value, great added value, and um, so. Those and coffee espressos, mm-hmm. you know, cappuccino. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I know how to make it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're good up so. But, uh, why why do servers hate tea, hot tea? I don't mind tea. Really, tea's actually pretty easy. You're the first guy I ever heard say that because they think it takes too long. But it's if if you do it right, it's just putting water in a cup and keeping it's it moving. The steps though. It's, it's not, the choosing of the tea bag. It's the the water, see, the side of this, the that. My, I don't like, choose anything. Okay, I put four teas in the cup. I bring the tea thing over there. I have everything presented to them in front of their face, and they pick in front of them, and then I keep it moving. Well, you're a better man than me. <laughs> <laughs> I make sure they have everything they need, because then you know you also get those people that want to do double teas or do something like that. Yeah, you know, and kind of mix and match. So I put like, I think in my restaurant we have six teas. So I'll put three of them mm-hmm. out of the six in the cup. Always put like a, a standard boring like English breakfast tea or something that's a black tea. Yeah. And then I put maybe like one herbal tea because people are, you don't know if they want to do the herbal thing or not. Mm-hmm. It's, but most of the time they'll tell you. And like a green tea, something that's more generic. And then just drop it right on that's, the table. And that's keep it efficient easy. because, man, there's been times where I just, you ask me for tea, you're getting black tea and I'm walking out. Yeah, so the problem <laughs> with the, and the issue with the tea is, you know, like you said, when you bring over the thing, it's it's a two step process if you do it that way. If you just give them all at once, it stays the one step process. Where it becomes tedious is when you have to go yeah. with the box, show them the tea, bring it back over, set it up. That's a full. That's oh, a double process. It takes so m- so yeah. many things on your tray. Oh, it's they, crazy. It's it's just too much, man. Or the tea at home. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, at certain points also, the final you know, tip for upselling for me, and we're going we're gonna to get out on this note, is uh, you know, selling that little gift card, that gift certificate. You know, that That's could boost huge. your check, especially if it's not a separate transaction mm-hmm. and it's on your check. It can add value onto your check. If you, you if you engage with your guests yeah. and you realize that they're here or they enjoyed it and you say, hey, you, could, you know, bring your family or or you're you know, selling them to come back already. Yes. You, 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 yeah. you predestined yourself, especially in the holidays. Yes, exactly. You say, hey, you can get this for your, your son or you really it's, it's a sneaky sell, but it's something that you can do once you've engaged a guest and you mm-hmm. have something to go on. And it's a boon for the restaurant because you get these people committed to come back correct because like let's say let's say they spent a hundred on their meal or 125 Mm -hmm. or 150 bucks usually they're going to get close to what they spent on their meal again for that person that they're getting it for yeah so if they enjoyed it yeah don't don't be shy offer them a gift gift card you want to get a gift certificate for your so-and-so or you know da 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 da. especially also people in business you Mm -hmm. know they they do that for for gifts for their for their uh, perks yeah for their clients exactly that so yeah, sell, 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 upsell, make that money. <laughs> We're going to let you go on that note. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter. I'm Danny DeVilla. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Yo, BMR in the building. That's right. Raw dog to pain. Give it to me. How you feel? Nice little easy flow. Make it feel good in the club. Somebody give me a drink. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. I got potential skills that make the whole party bunch once wanna be players in a corner fucking disappointed. Doesn't really make sense. On occasion have a bunch of families throw a party.